0: So, Brent, I'm back from uh, from Magical Italy, and yeah. I'm full of pizza. As one should be. You As know? you can tell, I'm fully round right now.
1: Uh, you know, we, we talked on the last episode about you smuggling some pizza back
0: right. and condoms in your butt, and I want to <laughs> know how that went. How it went? Yeah. Uh, in front of the authorities and, and everybody right now, I'd say it went fine, but it okay. didn't. It didn't. You know, like I didn't bring anything back. Um, not certainly not any drugs. Um, I okay. will say this makes me think when I was going through customs, I was running to catch flights. I'd already missed one. They had to rebook me. Uh, I was running to catch another one. I was so sweaty. And I as I got to customs, they were like, did you get any food? And I was like, just Pringles and candy bars. And she goes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like terrified they're gonna look at me like I was sweating bullets like like yeah. I was bringing drugs back from the from out of the country like uh-huh. and they're like nah you're fine <laughs> also I had to get uh, I went through I had my backpack on my back I'm running through I'm very sweaty as mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, I get through security it's really late so there's not a lot of people there at least um, they, they let me go through the machine and the, they're like oh hold on we have to pat you down uh, something something triggered the machine on your back it was my, my sweat oh my God. and the guy snapped on a glove and felt my back. And he was like, and it was, it was in DC. It had been raining and he was like, Oh, is it still raining out there? And I was like, nah, bro, I'm just really fucking sweaty. I've been running all this place. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? I feel you, bro. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Literally. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. And that is accurate. I yes. was like, I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. But yes, I'm just, you think it's raining? Cause I'm so wet right now. No. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Very man. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's raining because I'm wet? It feels like a a Prince
1: song, right? It's Uh, a a, uh, waz, waz, waz. That's a wet-ass Steven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me laugh that hard. God damn it. (laughs) The other thing is you might be able to tell a little bit. Hopefully not. But uh, I'll be sniffling a little bit throughout the show, I'm sure. uh, I caught another cold on the way back, much like the one I had the other week. But hopefully I can keep this one at bay. Um, yeah, a lot of people around in Italy. A lot of museums. Very close quarters. Uh, I wore a mask through the airports, but man, uh, the whole trip was uh, was great. Mm-hmm. I did eat lots of good pizzas. Okay, I, uh, uh, we had a place called Symbiosi that was uh, recommended <gasps> to him. Works
1: there, he does, and no,
0: mm-hmm. he's a good pizza chef.
1: Okay, well, good, you good. Know? Yeah, he's, well, he's got, got that-, that big ass mouth and tongue and stuff. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's going to soak up all those flavors, so he
0: wants it to be tasty. He wants it for everybody, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we uh, Amanda got one one place that was uh, had uh, pears and like walnuts and uh, oh, a honey yeah. drizzle on it, and sure. it was like Neapolitan style. So it had like a big thick thick crust, which is uh, called a cornichon, I believe, cornishone. Um, Mm. And, um, yeah, it was great, man. Uh, We had a a pizza a few places. I actually didn't get any. I meant to have one literally every single day. I didn't get any for, like, the first two days. And uh, it was, like, the third day that I finally had one. I felt so bad. But uh, then (laughs) everywhere I went, I had one, so look on the third day jesus rose and Stephen had pizza <laughs> you know these are the
1: connections that it are has made. Been
0: foretold in the bible <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i'm so glad that you had a a, a good time there like an, the actual trip itself the travel stuff listen to the outtakes that right. sounded uh, like a bit of a mess but uh, i'm glad you enjoyed yourself overall i'm glad you had food stories because i was saving some food stories from my travels oh, to relay back to you not really like eventful stories but just like comparisons of what you ate versus what i ate oh right so when we went to vegas you know you know, my wife and I, we brought some nice clothes just in case we wanted to trade ourselves to like a fancy dinner or whatever like we, we normally do on vacation. Yeah, yeah. But um, we kind of forewent. For I know. I right. want to say forego. <laughs> uh, we forgot. We, we, we foregoated <laughs> that. Uh, we forgot. And uh, they... Look, it's it's still in America, a different part than where we're from, and they have different chain restaurants there. And there, Mm -hmm. a couple of them caught my eye where I was like, "We have to do this Mm. while we're here because we don't have this back home." So I hit up a White Castle, like an actual restaurant. Yeah, have you ever been? First time. I've (gasps) never been. Oh oh my gosh, had one in my vicinity before. So uh, we went and uh, like you know, it it was a little bit like scummy looking inside, but man. Mm. Those little burgies. you like so that. fucking good. They're awesome! Holy shit, quite tasty. And then uh, we hit up an In and Out Burger as yeah. well, which is a a West Coast chain, and I think they have one in Dallas. On the they on have the one in way, Houston like, as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. do they really? Yeah, we went uh,
0: like a few weeks ago. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Holy shit and this is how I find out we, we had family in from Atlanta they don't have them uh, over there yet we only have like one or two and they're kind of on mm-hmm. the outskirts we don't go very often because they're really far to get to in Houston yeah but uh they wanted to go because they would never been and we all had it and I was like I, I don't need burgers obviously that's all right. they have there is burgers and, and fries they don't have mm-hmm. a chicken option or anything or a hot dog so yeah. I literally just had fries <laughs> um, however almost everybody there I'm curious your thoughts Almost mm-hmm. everybody there was like, you know, it's almost like it's so hyped that they're like, it's okay. And I was like, most people here, like, uh, in and out uh, in the Houston location, their Yelp mm-hmm. reviews just say, this place sucks. Burger is better. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. That's yeah. what everybody loves here. So hard lines were well, drawn. What do you think? Uh, yeah.
1: So the, the burger I thought was like, all right. That was uh, very similar to like a Sonic hamburger, like the the chain restaurant Sonic. Gotcha. Not like the actual like Hedgehog. That'd be fucked up. I don't <laughs> eat Hedgehog. I don't want to put that Especially out there. In the universe, definitely <laughs> not. Sad. No, we need him around. Right. Um, the savior of the pandemic. Um, and then beyond that, uh, the fries, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh. Pretty good just by themselves but my wife and i we got them animal style do you uh, know what this is i've heard of it yeah please tell oh me oh my god it's just like all the stuff they have there just like mm. piled on the fries hell yeah essentially i think there's like uh maybe some chili some cheese and then they put like thousand island dressing mm, or something mm-hmm. like that on there it's so fucking good right that was on. like the ticket right there i figure if you mix some animal style fries from in and out with the tiny little like cheeseburgers from white castle oh, okay that's like a damn near perfect meal Wonderful. Highly recommend. It's like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's better than like pizza from Italy, but it's like right. it's about the it same. It might
0: be better than pizza from Italy. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying uh if you had a restaurant you would call it Widen Out? Why widen out, yep. <laughs> yeah. As as you walk in,
1: we take a pair of scissors and just like cut your belt right off your body, you know? <laughs> Won't we'll be
0: needing this. Those pants are gonna stay by themselves or just erupts off amazing. of your body. Yeah. Well, I will say uh, versus your your burgers and and Americanized food, you know, very mm-hmm. American food. Uh, in Italy, I was I was love I love to say that uh, we had tons of sandwiches. They have a lot of focaccia bread, like a thin, crusty bread uh, with a lot of air pockets that they put all kinds of salamis and and all kinds of things on uh, that were really great and they're everywhere. We even stopped on the highway. Um, the roads are really you know old and. Like thin, we were driving an SUV. It was pretty scary, but once you get on the highways, it's pretty much like an American highway Mm system—large lanes and all that stuff. They have um, auto grills on the highway, oh, which are like big, big gas stations with like the food and stuff. But you know, like an American gas station, you go in and it's like candy and chips, and it might have Mm -hmm. like a you know, like a section where there's like fried stuff or whatever. There maybe a a restaurant attached, like a Burger King or McDonald's or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Here, you walk in and they have like fresh sandwiches made on like that that day made focaccia bread with like lettuce and all these meats and stuff and then they had hot food but it was literally like stew it was like oh wow it was like potatoes with meat on top and stuff it was uh it was really interesting and it looked good huh. but just so different from what we're used to yeah. uh so yeah that was that was quite an experience but yeah the pizzas were great the 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 sandwiches were great we had lots of pasta and all that kind of stuff as well uh i tried gnocchi for the first time you ever had gnocchi <laughs> oh, really oh my god it's so good. It's like uh, potatoes kind of made in little balls and like fried up and then you have like sauce on them or whatever. It's Um, like if uh, potatoes were trying to pretend that they were pasta. Yes. That's how I relate it. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amanda kept getting it with like pesto or red sauce or whatever. That was Mm -hmm. really good. Um, Did you you let her try it first? Before to, you try so she to, died. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. get her just every, to, all the food. Yeah.
1: Obviously, like mortality is a concern. And then like just in case gnocchi is gnucky, you know. Oh, man. You don't <laughs> want to get yourself into a situation.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't really want to do that because. No. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you want the good food, you know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you're on vacation, like when you're on vacation and you have to eat it's uh there's like a a cost benefit like Uh analysis that you have to do like is this going to be good first of all is it going to be expensive right is it going to give me intestinal distress (laughs) do i have to travel tomorrow you know that was like
0: you you gotta like plot this stuff out you know yeah for sure and on that point uh all their food was i mean they do a processed food stuff we got we know we get like i don't know chips and stuff sometimes whatever but mm-hmm. uh so much of it was so fresh and the the breads are so light and the pizzas are so light they digest really well they're, they're neapolitan style pizza is meant to be that way it doesn't it's not heavy sitting in your stomach like an american pizza there's not as much cheese the the bread is lighter um so i actually i don't i we don't have a scale because fuck weights um mm-hmm. we just want to feel good and, uh, and try to eat better. And so when we were there, I actually felt like I lost weight. Uh, I had some, oh. some new shorts that I got that were kind of loose on me, but I they were mm-hmm. good. Uh, by the time I left, I could literally keep them buttoned and slide them off my body. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what happened uh, with all this mm-hmm. food. But I'm very conscious when I'm traveling that I don't want to have that gastrointestinal distress. You mm-hmm. know, So I yeah. try to, to keep an eye on that. But uh, yeah, man, the whole trip, uh, food-wise... You know, that's where it's at. Italy was great, man. The people there were great. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. Fucking beautiful there. Um, yeah, mostly uh, mostly loved it. Just a little bit of travel around it. You know, if, mm-hmm. I, if I could just live there, like if someone would pay me to live there, that mm-hmm. would be the ideal. You oh, know? obviously. Right. So...
1: This is where we tell you, listeners, we're starting a Patreon, so, <laughs> so we can, move can to live in Italy, you know? Um, no, but that's uh, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a, a great time. I can only imagine that uh, every time you went to a restaurant, when they came over to take your order, you said, Spaghetti! And then you uh, giggled to yourself, and you're like, uh, but really?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to endear myself as an uh-huh. American to them, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it was good times, man, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump into this so we can get this thing going. As I said, I'm a little sick today, so I want to keep this episode short, but uh, we'll maybe go a little longer than we expected. So uh, anyway, we're going to get into this, so we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where I've returned, Brent has returned, we are now in our home places again, and many more awesome episodes are going to follow this is our last pop culture catch-up throughout September. We were doing that since we had mm-hmm. lots of vacations and kept them short, but we're having... Yeah. I think we're going to do mostly three three to five-hour episodes coming up in October. Is that right? <laughs> it <laughs>
1: to will make probably up for it. turn out that way, yeah. yeah just to, <laughs> to balance it out, God forbid, you know. Right. We don't do a two-hour episode. Um, all that to say, uh, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that we're back in uh, as close to real-time as we can be Indeed. for our normal schedule. Uh, I was just like... Uh, so nervous about some like major tragic world event happening oh and yeah then we're out here like yeah so i watched this movie <laughs> and it kind of wasn't good it's the worst but, um, things ever happened to me it's like the a, a, a comet's taking out half the planet
0: right oops yeah <laughs> i just
1: didn't understand this director's vision
0: <laughs> we feel like such chodes man like what the hell <laughs> why are we doing this at all but nothing That's my happen. secret, Cap.
1: I always feel like a jode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, um, boy. But yeah, so we're going to do a little pop culture catch-up, and then uh, we'll reveal some of our, our picks for October movies coming up. Uh, yes. as well. We have a lot in the docket for that. So uh, mm-hmm. Brent, did you want to start us off today?
1: Oh, my God, Stephen. Do I ever? Please. I have a lot to get into. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this somewhat short, but I want to talk about my trilogy for September of oh. 2023. Stephen, have you ever heard of a little franchise called RoboCop? Oh, my goodness. I have. This is exciting. Okay. RoboCop, a movie in three movements. <laughs> Let's
0: imagine the RoboCop the opera.
1: Yeah. RoboCop. right so I, I think I had told you about this uh, a while back. Uh, we I don't remember how it got brought up, but I had said that uh, maybe it was like years ago when we were talking about the uh, the the uh, fuck what was it uh, pop culture combat when we used to do those oh, yeah wow uh, when we did Terminator versus RoboCop mm-hmm. I remember watching RoboCop like having familiarity with him back in the day because I would take my mom's like headband and put that over my oh, eyes yeah. and I was either RoboCop or Jordi LaForge Yep. and later on Cyclops from the X Men ah uh, respect so um, but I I don't remember like how I watched it because it would have been on TV. But I don't know. I thought I had seen like some of the movies like in bits and pieces sure. over time on television. But uh, as I was watching these movies, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen RoboCop one or two. I think it was just like the TV series back in the day mm-hmm. when that was a thing, and that was like obviously not that violent, you know, for for mainstream audiences. Right. So when I was going back and watching. These movies, I was like, "Oh shit! This is like people getting like blown apart." It's with crazy, these like right? Giant guns and stuff. Yeah, and uh, so that was kind of wild to see. But um, yeah, so uh, do you have history with uh, with RoboCop?
0: Yeah, I I too grew up on watching some of them. I feel like TV versions because uh, when I watched it as an adult a few years ago, maybe in the last ten years, but still. Um, it's so violent uh, it's a Paul Verhoeven movie I believe yes um, he who, who does one of my very favorite Starship Troopers and uh, he just has a unique style that is it's over the top and weird but uh, man I just really like it and uh, I remember watching Robocop a few years ago the first one and liking it but I feel like I probably know the sequels better or perhaps that um, the TV show when you said that I was like there's a TV show I have to look that up yeah, uh, I think I like also a, remember it. So there's a couple of versions of
1: the TV show, from what I uh, have gathered. But um, uh, s- sorry, I'm struggling with this light here because it started storming as we were talking, I, and all of my so light went dark away. Where you're
0: at? <laughs> I, I was like, I, was Damn like I can
1: I can only see my uh, teeth and my watch band at this point.
0: You had mentioned uh, a, a meteor striking. I was like, it's gonna hit, Brent. It's, here we go. Blocked out the sun. <laughs> it waited for us. <laughs>
1: Um, So, yes, it was a Paul Verhoeven joint, uh, the first one, who's directed Total Recall, Starship Troopers, like you mentioned, Basic Instinct, and then, of course, movie to end all movies,
0: Showgirls. Oh, yeah. Man, what Uh, what a filmography.
1: The first RoboCop came out in 1987, starring Peter Weller as Alex Murphy slash RoboCop, and uh, Kurtwood Smith it turns out is the villain of the movie. Right, Kurtwood Smith dude. is uh, Red Foreman from that '70s show. He plays a crime lord named uh, Clarence Boddicker in this movie. Mm. Uh, and for people who don't know about RoboCop, uh, you know, for our younger listeners, uh, in the near future dystopia, uh, Detroit is on the brink of societal and financial collapse. Overwhelmed by crime and dwindling resources, the city grants the megacorporation Consumer Products, OCP, control over the Detroit Police Department. So, um recent transfer, Officer well. Alex Murphy is fatally wounded in an altercation and the OCP turns his corpse to a heavily armored cyborg with no memories of his past life via Project RoboCop. Yeah. And that's all taken from Wikipedia. You can't tell I was reading that shit. That was great, man. You always, you always say you struggle with those and now you get it all out. You know, uh, the, I, I had to lean back on my uh, broadcast training back in the day where you <laughs> just good. do cold reading. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Uh, the first movie, uh, like the whole experience was a surprise to me because Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be one thing and it kind of turned into another, um, the, the first movie seeing him like RoboCop, this armored, like a giant fucking armored cop fight elderly ass red foreman, (laughs) kind of, (laughs) kind of weird to see. Um, there was a, a, uh the the ed 209 which is the Mm. original version of robocop it's like this giant like mech looking thing uh it looks like something that someone would pilot but it's its own robot you can kind of program Mm -hmm. it to do whatever i thought robocop was going to spend the movie like fighting that no he like destroys that thing pretty early on if i remember correctly yeah yeah and then that's just like He, like, outdoes it. Like, that was the first RoboCop, technically. Oh, my God. I saw
0: that flash behind
1: you. I know. It reflected my glasses. Uh, Yeah, so that was fun. Lightning, you know? (laughs) Nature's trying to stop this podcast, (laughs) is what's happening. We'll see. Uh, So, yeah, that was the first movie. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. The the violence was more uh, violent than I expected. So Uh, much yeah so a lot of like blood and guts and uh being torn apart um seeing robocop without his mask on is kind of weird to see yeah like the makeup they use to have it look like his uh, the skin from his face is is pulled back over some like cybernetic stuff mm-hmm. It's kind of wild looking um and then uh yeah like generally speaking uh robocop doesn't have a personality he just speaks like a robot very like a uh, modulated robot voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, even before he becomes ro- uh, yeah, RoboCop, Alex Murphy doesn't have like a ton of personality. Mm-hmm. We see he has like a wife and a son at home. But they don't really spend a lot of time together. But this is movies and how they were made in the 80s, right? Sure. There's like action movies. They just kind of wanted to sit with the the main character. Let's move on to RoboCop 2 from 1990. This one's directed by Irvin Kirshner. Oh wow! Directed the Empire Strikes Back, and I was—I looked that up. No idea that he did this one. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, Uh, this one is written by comic book legend Frank Miller, and this (laughs) was originally his idea for a RoboCop three. But there was a writers' strike back in the day. If Mm. you could imagine, can you
2: can you imagine (laughs) writers having to
1: strike? What a wild time that must have been. Oh shit! Wait. Um, But because of the writer's strike, uh, the the script that was. Actively being worked on for Robo, uh, Robocop 2 got put on the back burner. They used Frank Miller's script for Robocop 3 as hmm. the second movie. All That's of weird. this is. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. But uh, in this movie, the cops of Detroit go on strike, and a new hardcore street drug called Nuke runs rampant across the city. And uh, Robocop can only do so much, so OCP wants to create more robot cops. Eventually, they make a. Robocop 2, Steven. Uh, <laughs> this time I had no idea. That's with the brain of the city's most notorious criminal, how could this possibly go wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What? It's like why not, guys, you know? We took an officer, we made him like a an officer cop mm-hmm. that's a robot. What if we uh put a brain of a criminal in there? Why? Eh, you
0: know. <laughs> huh? This action movie didn't like them to catch them?
1: I get, I, there, look, it's an action movie from mm. 1990. The, don't think about it too hard. Um, it is funny to me that the primary villain in this
0: movie is an 11 year old boy. Oh, wow. And it's just, do you, have you seen this before, Robocop? This too? does not sound, well, I think as a kid, but this does not sound familiar to me. It was bizarre to see because this little, <laughs> little shit is like the boss that runs things, and
1: uh, there's all these adults around him, and they could simply beat the shit out of him. I don't know why he's there. Uh, like one of the hench women there, um, is she's like hooked on nuke and the, the little boy has her like by the, the short hairs just because he's got like the hookup for, uh-huh. for uh, said nuke. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, the mayor of this movie is cartoonishly intense. And I wrote that if you mixed Chris Rock with Steve Urkel, <laughs> you, you would like have the combination of, uh, of the mayor there. That sounds so. amazing. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to RoboCop from 1993. Uh, again, a story by Frank Miller, this time directed by Fred Decker from Monster oh, Squad. Yeah. fame.
0: I didn't know he did that. Holy shit.
1: I, it's crazy, right? And then uh, the two of them co-wrote the screenplay together. This is the first non-R-rated RoboCop film. Oh. And I kind of picked up on something a little bit weird early on because, like, the first two movies, they say the F word quite a bit. Mm. Like, it's you're no stranger to that. But as I'm watching it, I'm like, hmm, they haven't said the F word every four seconds hmm. uh, like the other one. So I looked it up. It was like, oh, PG 13. There we go. Interesting. There we go. Um, Robocop helps an underground rebellion take back the city from OCP. Uh, there's a new Robocop actor for this one, Robert Burke, takes oh, over. Crazy. And honestly I kind of thought he did better than uh, <laughs> uh the the first guy what was his name Peter Weller um, Peter Weller.
0: Yeah I'm not uh, a huge Peter Weller fan honestly. Yeah. Yeah
1: I think I think he's just like people like him because he was the original RoboCop yeah. right? But I, I don't think he really like did much acting mm-hmm. uh, so much. But uh, the new guy, I thought whenever he would speak as RoboCop, he had some like character to his voice. Uh, he looks a lot like Peter Weller. Uh, they have scenes where mm-hmm. th- this version of RoboCop has his mask off as well. Uh, but they add some like I don't know if it's like full prosthetics or what. But the, the like the character looks uh, pretty much the same Right. movie to movie. So I thought they did a good job on that. Um, CCH Pounder, Stephen, oh. Rip Torn, and Bradley Whitford all appear in this movie. Wow! As I was going through watching it, I was like, "Holy shit! Is that so and so? Is that so and so?" It it was. It was uh, it was pretty fucking cool to see. Um, I love that. And Stephen, don't worry, there is a child sidekick this time. <laughs> She's pivotal to the plot of this movie. There's also a corporate ninja who's Ooh. turns out spoilers. Also a robot, oh but it just looks God. like a guy, you know. Oh, so like, upgraded. Why, why are we even fucking around with the RoboCop? You have a literal robot ninja man <laughs> who shows up. Uh, so I thought that was crazy, and Amazing. then um, one of the scientists that created RoboCop plays a huge part in this movie. Uh, there, there was hardly any mention of them like factoring into the main plot of the other ones. It was just like RoboCop needs to recharge, or they need to do some like updating on his programming. So mm-hmm. they would have him sit in the chair, and they would scientists were there to work on them but they weren't outside of that particular scene they didn't really do anything right whereas in RoboCop 3 the scientist is like fully a part of it and I thought she was good in this movie it uh kind of made sense that she would be involved um and also you know she's just a straight up babe her name is uh the actress's name is Jill Hennessy and uh Mm -hmm. she's like a Canadian actress and I was like who is this lady I don't remember seeing her in much before but uh I thought she was she was good it was like the hmm uh, I just, I, I'm trying to think of like because I watched them all in like about a week's time right and I'm kind of confusing some of the details maybe but it is RoboCop 3 is like a taking back the city type of thing mm-hmm. um so I I, I kind of like that idea of it but like overall the movies are like a big budget action schlock fest yeah right so whenever you I hear people say schlock. I, my mind goes to like schlock horror movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is schlock action. And uh, I, I I don't know if I was like r- kind of ready for that, that type of thing as I was watching the movies. Um, and I don't know that I ever fully got on board with them. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of the commentary is on consumerism but it's like if a dumbass wrote it because it's like, they have these interstitial like commercials in there where it's it's clearly making fun of audiences buying like just wild shit or whatever uh-huh. but then they get back into this thing where it's like we've built a robot cop that's going to save us from i got poor people i guess i don't know like it's <laughs> like it doesn't fully connect the metaphor there uh-huh. i guess um, also, I wonder if uh, RoboCop is the answer to Britain's Judge Dredd because it's very Ooh. similar in appearance. You know, you've got yeah, just yeah. like his mouth showing, but also he's like the law, yeah, right there. Um, and he's in Detroit, at which at this point is a like a dystopian Detroit, which mm-hmm. is also it just looks like.
0: 80s Yeah, Detroit, I remember that. You know, and yeah, yeah. And Dread is yeah, it's a cool property. I remember liking that the Dread movie, uh, Judge Dread from the '90s. I don't remember ever really watching uh, the Stallone the one. The Stallone one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dread uh, 3D,
1: I believe is what it was called in theaters oh, uh, with uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, holy shit, That's that movie's fun. Yeah, 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 it is fun. Um, and then uh, my my, I guess my last note on this is: um, should he technically be called Cyber Cop because he's not? A robot. <laughs> He's like a cyborg. But like it still works, right? Yeah, and you'd have the CC, the
0: alliteration. Cyber cop. This
1: year, from Paul Verhoeven, we bring you Cyber cop.
0: I mean, it sounds like the, uh, oh, what is the, like Atlantic Rim? And that kind <laughs> right, of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> 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 Sounds like one of those. Uh, but yeah, I, I would be intrigued to watch this again. I did watch the first one, as I said, a few years ago and, and liked it. It was way bloodier than I remembered and way more violent, but uh, it was cool. I, I wonder if the sequels would spark a memory of mine from a long time ago. And uh, especially those directors, Irvin Kirshner and then Fred Decker. Uh, yeah, I'm totally into watching anything they do, uh, especially Fred Decker. He doesn't do, hasn't done a lot. so uh, And Monster Squad it's one of my very favorites. So uh, that's amazing, man. Um, mm-hmm. Have you heard of or have you seen the sequel? Or not the sequel? The remake from 2014.
1: I know they they made one from 2014, but uh, like I just focused on the the first three right. for this go round. But um, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it came out when I was still working at Alamo when I first moved to uh, Houston. And mm-hmm. uh, we had a huge poster of it on the back of the building, so I saw that that look every day. And it looks, it's, like, too futuristic. I like the look of Robocop. It's a very nostalgic look, very 80s, chunky metal sort of thing. And the new one is just, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, all black. It's too sleek. Um, it's, like, they also remade uh, Total Recall around that same time with uh, Colin Feral. Feral, yeah. And um, also just, like, didn't work for me. Like, it's... Th- those are such 80s properties. They really worked in their time. But um, yeah. I would totally rewatch those eventually. But, yeah, maybe not high yeah. on the list. And they were both, like, successful movies,
1: right? right? So Super. I... I I could see if you wanted to, and and uh, what was the other one? Uh, fucking Red Dawn, they remade? Oh yeah, run the that same was, like, time. Popular movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Remake movies that people don't like, like Ocean's Eleven, when that was mm. remade from the old like uh, Rat Pack version. Right. Uh, they recently totally talked bruised. about that on on Blank Check, and they were. Uh, I think they were watching it with it like as commentary for mm-hmm. the movie, and they're like, "This movie fucking sucks." Like the old one, yeah, yeah. And That's so, like funny. when they remade it and like that first uh, Clooney version of Ocean, uh, Ocean's Eleven came out, everyone kind of universally likes that. Right, it's a it's a fun movie, so that makes sense. But like, if you're gonna try to remake a movie that. Is like a classic that people it's
0: like remaking Jaws or something. Right. you know? just don't even touch it. I, I love the yeah. theory that I've heard that a line as well where it's like, why not take somebody with a great concept that had poor execution and remake that? But then the studios are like, Well, we only remakes we're only gonna do stuff that's popular and it's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, but you could make it popular <laughs> right, yeah. that's the and then point. you have another franchise, right? You know? a franchise. I call it a franchise. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, it's like Mission Impossible. I'm not saying that old show is bad, but taking a kind of like an old 60s, you know, TV show and then making it this huge juggernaut franchise, that, that's such a better way to do it. Right. Um, yeah, I, you don't want to remake the classics like RoboCop. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we can all agree. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about some movies that I saw on the plane Uh, While I was flying back or flying there. Um, And the first one is a a little movie that I finally got to watch that you had recommended a long time ago and you were so Mm. stoked about. I watched Weird, The Al Yankovic Story. Hey, all right. Dude, 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 oh my fucking God, what a great movie. Holy shit, what a good movie. Fuck yeah. I had a blast. It was a perfect plane movie i saw it on the list you could like add favorites like going through the stuff they had on there and uh as you had mentioned that's a roku movie and i have a roku tv but i never used that service i use my apple tv hooked up to it i think there's a roku channel you can get but i've just never tried so it's just like yeah. literally i f- i don't even remember it exists because i never see it advertised anywhere mm-hmm. uh but it happened to be on this plane and uh so yeah i watched it um it is such a cool take on the biopic it is wildly untrue um, <laughs> yeah. to real life and it makes it all the better. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe has really proven to just have been going above and beyond Harry Potter even after all these years and I love the weird stuff that he does and he's so good in everything and he fits this role so well. Um, mm-hmm. I love biopics um, I love like musical documentaries and uh, not bi- uh, like biographies and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. the way that they like play with those tropes, and make it all like silly or whatever. It's just so great. Uh it, it seemed not that it's weird. It's like <laughs> it's not the same humor that I would attribute necessarily to, to the songs. It's just the absurdity of that. Like it, it doesn't mm-hmm. I don't know how, how I'm trying to word this. It uh, it wasn't like I ever expected this from Weird Al, this type of right. movie. But once it happened, I'm like, oh, this completely makes sense for what he mm-hmm. would want for his biopic or whatever right and Mm -hmm. uh man it was a delight and i cannot wait to watch it again it was fantastic yes it was so great i I
1: keep checking to see if it's available to like buy on itunes because it it was exclusive to roku for such a long time and on my apple tv it doesn't allow me to have a roku app oh so it doesn't okay yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. like if i wanted to watch it on my tv i have to pull up my, my Roku app on my phone mm. and then cast it to my TV. And, like, it works fine from there, but also, if I'm trying to watch a movie to take notes... Yeah, yeah. Th- that's going to, like, get in the way of that, you know? Right. So It's just um, cumbersome, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm glad that you watched it because it, it was a ton of fucking fun. Oh, I loved every time that he would write a song that's obviously a parody in real life. Uh-huh. But then yeah. like somebody writes a, a song that's like supposed to be a parody, but it is the song or whatever, you know?
0: Right. Like, yeah, it's they play with all the tropes and all of the the lore, the mystery of, of Weird Al and make mm. it so much more elevated than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. Um, and it's so fucking fun. Yeah. The ideas in it are, are great. And then the way it ends. ah. Oh. Beautiful. The whole thing. The second it ended. I was like, "God damn it! I want to start that all over again." See, I've I've forgotten how it's ended now.
1: Okay, good. Because it's been so long. But now, see, God damn, I need to rewatch this. There movie you
0: now. go. There yeah. you go, baby.
1: So I guess good. I got to put my phone to work here pretty yeah. soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got, man? Uh, Stephen, have you ever heard of a little movie called RoboCop from 2014? <laughs>
0: fucking kidding me
1: i got you so uh what i did is uh in order to watch this trilogy i had to i had to subscribe to a new service steven and Ooh. like i know that's never a good thing um because it's probably it's just like an additional like monthly cost for me right. and then it's probably gonna get absorbed into another thing at some point anyway right mm-hmm. so i was like i i I want to do like a free trial on this and I got as far as I could and I still had RoboCop movies to finish so I was like fuck I'll, I'll go ahead and plunk down but I had to subscribe to MGM Plus that's right I said those syllables yes it does never even heard of that well yeah you haven't <laughs> so uh, this is like MGM the movie studio has right. its own app and I was like what is this for and it's so you can watch the RoboCop movies evidently there so they're, we're all on there um, I think one of the movies was on, like, Prime Video or something like mm-hmm. that. But, I, was, I you know, all the other ones were already there. So I just kept everything on MGM+. And uh, a, a quick aside about MGM+, Plus, um, it is kind of like a solid service. They do have right some, on. like, bigger name movies on there. Like, uh, Top Gun Maverick was on there. The, nice. That 2017 Power Rangers movie was on there. So uh, they have some, like, uh, bigger name films. But... If you are already subscribed to a number of other streaming services, I, I feel like this one's a bit redundant. Also, every time I pull up the app, it does the thing where you see, you know, the, the logo with the lion in it? Yeah. He's like in that circle, and then it says MGM around it. Uh, metro goldwyn Meyer and the banner mm. up top. Uh, it has the lion, and it, it, it starts to animate, and then it like does this thing where it moves uh from like the normal logo and it kind of moves sideways into like the profile of the lion as it roars huh. and then its breath kicks out this dust that says mgm plus and it does that every time oh, like no. it has this animation anytime you like log into the app it does this uh, like disney plus has the little like arc that quick. uh yeah but this is like You know, I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. But it's just, it's weird. I don't want to hear a lion roar every time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll hear a blink or whatever (laughs) or a whom for Apple TV Plus. But, you know, its its it was just weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. All that to say, all the RoboCop movies were there. I watched the first original RoboCop movie from uh, 87, and I thought, Let's see how this one compares. So, I immediately watched Robocop 2014. Oh, after the first one. After the first one, right? Gotcha. So, it was like kind of sandwiched in between I love that. The, the OGs. And, uh, like, uh, I didn't watch this one before. Like, when it came out in 2014, I thought, oh, this kind of looks neat. I, I like Joel, K- was his name, Kinnaman, Kinnaman. or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, he's been in the the two Suicide Squad movies uh, for people who don't yeah, know Yeah, he's grown on me. Yeah, I like him now. He was yeah. on the AMC show The Killing. Uh, he was one of the, the leads of that. Right. Uh, I I like him as an actor, generally speaking. And I thought this movie doesn't look too bad, and fucking Michael Keaton's in it or whatever. Oh wow, yeah. So I was like, uh, I want to watch this eventually. But then it, word on it was like so poor. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I've. There's no rush to to get to this at any point. But you know, I feel like I you know, I gotta do my RoboCop watch right. right. It, it'd be a disservice to this podcast to not of watch course. it. Right. I'd kick Steven. you out of it. Exactly, mm-hmm. Stephen. I kind of like twenty fourteen. I can Cop. tell
0: you're gearing up I, for that. Is this a favorite of the like series? Twenty fourteen Cap. It's kind of fun, you know. I feel like
1: the acting is better. He's yeah. he's allowed to remember, like a, a, as uh, Alex Murphy, mm. Joel Kinnaman's uh, character is allowed to remember his family, mm. and he lives in that panic of like, well, how do I get back to them? How do I see them again? And uh, you know, Michael Keaton's in there, like chewing the scenery. Um, man, I'm trying to remember the the other actors in there. There were like a number of them in the movie that I thought were um, kind of surprises to me. Yeah, so uh, let's good see if I can. It it was directed by Jose Petila. Um Let me get to the the cast real quick. I should have yeah, yeah. uh, made better notes on this. Uh, Gary Oldman is uh, the scientist oh, wow. who creates uh, RoboCop. Michael Keaton, as I said, uh, Abby Cornish is a. Uh, Uh, RoboCop's wife in this movie. And then uh, Jackie Earl Haley is in the movie. He's a drone controller, and he's a military tactician uh, responsible for training RoboCop. And uh, Michael K. Williams is in it. Uh, Jay Baruchel is in it as well. Damn, so many people. Samuel L. Jackson is in this movie. Yeah, I uh, totally forgot about that. A lot of people were in it, and I was like, man, I'm having a lot of fucking fun watching this. Mm-hmm. And it is like um, kind of a dumb action movie, mm-hmm. but so are the original ones. This is just like a, 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 a mid-2010s version of that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I thought the special effects right were on, cool. Man. He, it, going back to your point about the all-black suit, I'm in mm-hmm. agreement with you. Like, he... I want him to be the silver, and he starts off as silver and black in the movie. Oh! But then at a certain point, one of the corporation heads is like, eh, "Paint him all black. I think it looks mm-hmm. slick." And so they do, and he's just like, you know, fully painted black the rest of the time. Which I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a weird choice. But I, I kind of thought this movie was fun. I don't see right on, what man. all the hate is about, other than if you have such strong nostalgia for the original yeah. RoboCop movies. Sure. You're going to be like that with like any any type of uh, adjustment outside of the stuff you're comfortable with is going to be, you know, a a negative one. But I I don't know, man, I I say give this one a shot because I, I had fun with it. I thought it was a good time.
0: I love the how you pulled this on me too because uh, last we talked about this it was like why remake Ro- RoboCop and now you're like it's my favorite Steven, it, this way is why they remake RoboCop <laughs> this is
1: this is probably the best one uh, I don't I don't know if that's true but uh, uh, overall I, I thought it had uh, a a good momentum to it mm-hmm. I liked the the acting in it and it did seem over the top at points but like so did the, the other ones so right. uh, within that context. I felt like that made sense, especially watching that one in between RoboCop 1 and RoboCop 2. It gave me a better idea of kind of what the originals were going for. Because the mm. old ones came out such a long time ago that my frame of reference for the um, the commentary is so far out of whack that I it didn't right. quite click with me without having this one to kind of... Um, have some of that echo back on it uh sam jackson plays a it's like a a fox news commentator almost Mm -hmm. but he's in this like giant like uh holodeck type thing where he's got these interactive like holograms that like pop up and anytime he has like uh, a military strategist on or something like that he it's like projected in the middle of like the room or whatever Mm -hmm. he interacts with them
0: there i don't know it's 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 kind of i thought it was kind of cool man i had fun with it i'm out, honestly now i'm like i could watch that that seems look, like a movie i watch on a, sat- a sunday afternoon you know absolutely absolutely mm-hmm.
1: look there are movies for different points in your life this is one of those right. saturday afternoon let's have some fucking fun and watch like totally. actors just chew the fuck out of some scenery you know right on man and that's what it is i had a had a good time with it so give it a give it another shot you know mgm plus free week you know, you can watch a movie. There or two you go. At that time, <laughs> you
0: get that. You know? I swear I've never even heard of that. That's amazing. It, I heard about this like a couple months back. I was like, who's going to use this? And smash cut <laughs> to me having to use it for
1: the podcast. So of there course. you go.
0: RoboCop 2014. Once again, our podcast is uh, basically the cornerstone of the economy. You know, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So basically. Yeah. Um, so I want to mention two in a row. Mm. Um, These are also two that I watched on a plane And I watched them in a row Um, So uh, as I said I flew from Italy to London London to Houston Got cancelled so I had to stay in London For a little bit longer i i meant to have some snacks on the show today i got some snacks uh mm-hmm. but unfortunately i'm feeling sick and i don't feel like it's the best time to try them i wouldn't be able to taste them as well but mm-hmm. uh i'm hoping in a next week or so I'll, I'll do some on there uh but uh since i was in london i i in italy too i was like you know now that we're here i want to watch movies that take place in italy or around italy and stuff and mm-hmm. when i was in london i was like i kind of watch movies from london or from england and so uh on the flight from there, I was on British Airways and they had like Made in, in Britain, uh, some movies that were all English actors, directors, that kind of stuff. Um, oh, okay. on the way there, I rewatched Baby Driver and I had like oh, yeah, 10 minutes left to finish the movie. Uh, so on the way back a week later, I finished that. That was one of them that was on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love that. That's again. how I watched Joyride, yeah, yeah, right over, like. like- the I looked time, for that. Yeah. They didn't have it on my either of my flights. I told the man about that one. I was really looking forward to watching that movie because oh, you mentioned yeah. it. And I thought I should watch it on a plane because Bray watched it on a plane, but mm-hmm. it wasn't on ours, unfortunately. Uh, what, what did you fly? What, what airline? Oh, fuck. United, Never heard I them. think. Oh, see? Yeah, we flew United out there, but maybe they already got rid of it. Um, I didn't mm. see it on the list, but anyway. So, the two movies that I watched, uh, I had heard about this a little bit, but um, it just looked kind of fun in the moment. I was tired and ended up being really a delight. Um, there's a movie called Bank of Dave, Bank and of Dave. Uh, it's based on a true story about uh, in, in England after the like recession um all the banks you know got bailed out and stuff and basically they had not approved a new bank in 150 years and there was like oh, there was a guy named Dave who ran like a van rental shop and he he started lending out money to people that needed it and kind of made his own savings and loan so he applies to make his bank of Dave in England and it's this kind of like based on a true story they they even say that, like it's uh based on a true story ish or something like that um a, as they get through the movie but has really lovely people in it it's the exact kind of like light-hearted easy like English comedy uh that I like so um uh Roy Kinnear Rory Kinnear is uh plays Dave um I've seen him in a few things lately he's just really good he's a British actor that I've really grown to like a lot I don't know a lot of his projects off the top of my head right now but really dig that guy um Joel Fry plays the lawyer that helps him get through with this uh i knew him from one other thing and that's the movie yesterday which is uh about oh yeah the beatles where the the mm-hmm. beatles disappear from everybody's memory and then one guy wakes up from a coma and or from like a car track uh car crash and then he starts playing their songs as his own um his best friend in this in that movie and kind of becomes his manager is joel fry and that movie he's very spacey and funny and this one, he's much more serious. He's like an uptight lawyer, but uh, he—I really like this guy. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in much; those two things. But I'm—I'm I'm gonna look out for more for him. Um, and then the his love interest and in, and in Dave's niece is uh, Phoebe Denevere. Um I knew her from the show Younger, um, but she's in some other stuff. She was a, a delight as well. Uh, just a really lighthearted movie that was perfect plain movie, perfect Saturday or Sunday afternoon movie as well. Um, just a, uh, a really lovely thing. It seems like it's available on Netflix. Uh, it's like a Netflix movie that came out this year, but on the plane, it was just like a, you know, like whatever movie, uh, obviously. What uh, are you still set on like European, um, version of that? What do you mean?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at the just watch app and it says it's available on like hoopla, but I don't see it on. Oh no, Netflix. it's like a Netflix movie. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's like distributed by them. Oh shit. That's okay. so weird. Interesting. Yeah. I do why it
0: said that um <laughs> but yeah it was uh just a great movie i would i would highly recommend it and then once i finished that one yeah yeah it's not on here i i just looked
1: on my uh, netflix app it says looking for bank of dave we don't have that but you might like made off
0: lewis capaldi <laughs> waco <laughs> kunk on earth you know yeah exactly uh yeah. i'm so shocked literally like i'm on the the main google page for it and it says mm-hmm. distributed by netflix but um wild yeah that's so weird um that kind of threw me off because i don't have netflix right now
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) so i can't even check
0: i just did don't even worry about it there you go i this is i really did i've been staying away from it for like a whole month and then uh next month uh the fourth and final season of sex education comes out so we'll all be getting it back for that uh okay Amanda and i love that show but um yeah but bank of dave i'd, I'd highly recommend it super good super good movie Lighthearted. a uh, fast hour and 47 minutes um probably like an hour and 35 with credits with, or without credits so uh just goes fast but uh and then the guy's name is instead of stephen fisher it's dave fishwick which oh kind of made God. me think i should change my name to fishwick i kind of like it
1: interesting
0: yeah seems very british um mm-hmm. but after that I was going through the list of the the Britain made movies and I have always heard of this film and never watched it. And it had this is a a good one, too. And it had uh, the same sort of vibe that that British comedy kind of like uh, someone online mentioned it's like the full Monty came out and kind of took the world by Mm -hmm. storm. And that same kind of like lighthearted British comedy with a huge cast that became huge people. Uh, So I watched Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. You ever heard of Kinky Boots? I've never seen it. It's, uh, it's like a Broadway musical as well, I guess now, but, um, there's a movie from 2005 and, uh, surprisingly it stars Joel Edgerton. Before I knew oh. who he was, I, I never had watched this, but I would have known him way earlier. And then, uh, Chiwetel for uh, one of our favorites and I can actually say his name now. Yay. There we go. And he is fantastic. Uh, essentially Kinky Boots is about a, uh, a, f- a shoe factory in England that has been around since like the late 1800s. It's passed through four generations of sons to sons to sons. Uh, Joel Edgerton does not want to take over his father's mantle. He leaves town, goes to London from his small sleepy, uh, sleepy English town where they make shoes. Um, The second he's out of he's in London, his dad dies. He has to come back to the factory, take it over. over. Once he's there, he finds out they're going bankrupt. They haven't sold the shoes that they always wanted to. Um, He needs to find a new avenue. Um, Nick Frost is also in it this is like right after Shot of the Dead um, didn't know he was in it uh, he's kind of plays like a, a bully in it but uh, always good to see Nick Frost mm-hmm. um, there's some other like English actors I didn't I don't know their names but uh, a lot of it's like a big sprawling cast of people you'd probably recognize from other stuff um, and essentially <clears throat> he goes to uh to a show one night and stumbles... Or no, he, he goes to a show and he's drunk. He's like leaving. He sees a woman being harassed in the streets by some, some blokes. He goes up to help her. It ends up it's Chiwetel 4 He is a mm. uh, a drag queen uh, performer. And um, the movie is, is good. Like I said, it's like you know lighthearted British comedy. Uh, Joel Egerton is, is fine. He's good. Uh, Chuatel. Woo! Amazing. He sings his oh, own songs in this movie. He's fantastic at it. He looks fantastic um it's interesting it's from 2005 it it also is based on a true story about uh a shoe factory that ended up making boots for men dressing as women so the the idea is that uh and like a lot of other men as cross dressers as drag queens not as trans just they like to dress Mm. in clothes and stuff sure um they they wear women's shoes but they like her her heel breaks Cause it won't support her weight. So they're like, we can make you a better boot. We can make it like to your size. Um, they actually like steel reinforce the heels so that like Robocop <laughs> 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 that connection is made. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they do this whole thing and, um, and it has like ups and downs, but it's 2005. Um, it definitely plays with a lot of things. There's like, there's bullies in it that say bad things, right? There's, there's, a, uh, he gets bullied in the very beginning um, later on he starts dressing as a man But it's all about like his father had done it As a, as he was a child so he's like Broken out of that and um, That kind of stuff so they play with a lot of these good things These good tropes and like trying to progress That message I guess of like people can do what they Want and like live up your life And dress how you want but they also have A lot of bad things bad You know the F word for, for Gay people sort of things mm. or mm-hmm. um, uh, Calling them like Uh, transvestites as well which Mm -hmm. around this time that's how i knew uh the the first transvestite i'd ever heard of was was eddie izzard and he called Mm -hmm. himself that and uh she now Mm -hmm. uh eddie izzard uh calls herself like just a trans person i guess and so we've we've progressed obviously on this show we try to progress as well so um Mm -hmm. I, i think this this movie holds up and it's definitely worth it uh it just it's a sign of the times you know Um, And I think overall they have a good heart. They're not being nefarious. The people that say the bad stuff are shitty people, and that's kind of how they plays out, you know? Yeah, and you said this movie's from 2005, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I've heard of this. I didn't
1: know what it was about, and then I pulled it up on the Just Watch app to see where it was uh streaming and it looks like uh uh showtime so you know paramount plus as well because of that and then uh f- fucking fubo tv it's <laughs> impossible uh just forget it uh, but it has this uh image of uh Chewy Hotel with um looking yeah. uh a little bit snarky He's got red <laughs> lipstick on and everything yeah. it's so crazy <laughs> i uh i had no idea but uh this is like a a cool like fun like plot right, right. like it, there's no like Uh, sky beam uh, ending the world or whatever. But it's like, how do we solve this problem for this community? And uh, by doing so, save my dad's uh, shoe repair shop or whatever. So, I mean, that's simple story, but really delivers the heart. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would totally Mm -hmm. recommend it just for for Tell's performance alone. Uh, Phenomenal. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was what I kept seeing most about this movie. Um, People were just talking about that and it it is so good. Uh, And Mm -hmm. he looks great. Uh, And all the roles and stuff that that scene with that boot when he when Joel Egerton makes the first boot, he uses like, um, I don't know if it's maroon. And then Chutel gets there and he's like, maroon, I need red, red is the color of sex. And it's this amazing scene where he's just like Mm -hmm. so disgusted by this boot. Uh, Burgundy, it's burgundy. Uh, (laughs) And he says it just like with such drama. And uh, man, uh, I've always wanted to go to a drag show. Uh, it seems like they seem like such lovely people and I love the uh, yeah. the whole aesthetic the whole look it seems so fun and uh, obviously there's so much shit in the world about that right now and yeah. uh, I I honestly was like glad to watch this on the plane and be like say something motherfucker <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> when uh, we went to Vegas on the strip as you're walking they had people out like um, you know kind of dressed up or whatever uh, you know you've got like the, the uh, superheroes and uh you know, Star Wars characters and all that type of stuff but they would have like uh, women dressed as like nuns with their their boobs out, but they've got like oh. pasties on or whatever. But we saw some uh, drag queens as well, mm. and they were always like a smile on their face, Hell yeah. joking around, having a good time. I only think of them as pure joy, so I right? I'm in agreement <clears throat> with you. Uh, we gotta go to a drag show at some point, dude. Let's do it. F- Let's do this. That'll
0: be our first live episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we get booed off stage because we're not in drag. We're like, I don't know. We're doing our best Amazing. up here. Uh, my last thought on Kiki Boots is, is this a prequel to Fuck Me Heels?
0: Uh, you know, I just checked online. Yes, it is. Wow. Okay, good. I didn't know that.
1: This is part of the bootiverse. Uh, is what I'm, okay. I just want to make sure this is
0: correct. Yeah, Puss in Boots is the newest sequel. Oh, uh-huh. holy shit. Now it all it makes sense. I, exactly. I, I liked those movies before. Now I fucking love them, Steven. It really elevates it, right?
1: It really does. Absolutely. Much like a platform heel. Um, so I've got, like, how are, how are no. we doing on time? I got a little bit left in me. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, I've got a, a couple of uh, other things I want to uh, mention. I'll try to hit these quick. Um, I want to talk about uh, 2023's Elemental. This is the newest Ooh. Disney Pixar film. It came out in theaters. It seemed like the, the ramp up to the movie coming out, people were like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like... A, a, a fire being falls in love with a water being. Wow, that's not really that big of a deal. It's kind of coming around uh, the same time as uh, Barbenheimer, so that was mm. like sucking up all the the oxygen, you right. know. And so Elemental kind of came and went from the theaters, or so I thought. From what I read after watching the movie, it like kind of swelled, and because of word of mouth, it like grew and grew, and like it was in theaters for uh, and it had more of a box office presence than what I thought, Mm -hmm. but again Barbenheimer just kind of like soaked up all of the news right, Um, it finally came out on Disney Plus, my wife and I sat down and watched it, this is a lovely fucking movie excellent, I, you know as I was watching the movie, I was like I, I didn't know if I had heard or maybe I upon seeing a trailer I just thought oh it's like water and, and, and fire mm-hmm. falling in love or whatever so I was like maybe that's not the plot but then I'm watching the movie and like oh okay it is and I'm like oh, okay so I guess that's kind of basic but then as I'm watching the movie I'm like wait how do they fall in love mm-hmm. like how do they reconcile like you're either going to like turn the water person into steam or douse the fire person right. And then I'm watching, I'm like, I was so invested in That's awesome. this couple. <laughs> I had such a great time watching it. I don't sleep on Elemental. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, I know a lot of people are uh, seemingly over uh, Disney and Pixar movies because uh, people are enamored with the newness of, like, the Spider-Verse movies, mm-hmm. the newest Puss in Boots movie as well. Um, Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. uh, kind of falls in that category. Turtles. Um, it, the turtles uh pneumonia they they have like variations on the pixar style and i can see why people uh aesthetically or have moved on from that mm. but pixar is such a solid storytelling studio that like oh, yeah you, you can't stray too far from it and and call yourself a movie fan. I'm, they still got the I'm, goods. They still got the goods. Yeah. They, they have uh, some juice left in the tank. Sometimes it's hit and miss, but uh, I, I feel like Elemental is definitely a hit. Right on. Um, beyond that, I watched a couple of movies on Hulu mm-hmm. just last night. And... Uh, i want to talk about both uh, again i'll try to be quick uh the newest one i've seen is called miguel wants to fight it came out in 2023 hmm. and this was during the writers and actors strike so this they can't really promote it right right, right. so again uh, I'm, I'm taking this upon our shoulders as podcasters to get the word out this is a comedy movie and uh best thing about this movie uh, and I like the movie a lot it's an hour and 15 minutes long Oh it's, like, yeah. it's, a, it's a short king you know um, the movie uh, is about this character named Miguel who is in high school I think maybe he's a junior or senior in high school he goes to school in I think Albany New York uh, or maybe Syracuse one of those and uh, he has three friends in, in the movie and they're best friends they've been together since they were like five years old and uh, coming up, and um, they've had all these life experiences. Miguel's a creative person. His dad owns a boxing gym, mm-hmm. but he, that's not his his wick. He doesn't want to do any of that. He makes like online videos uh, with his friends and whatnot, and that's what he wants to do. Um, so, in the the course of the movie, uh, one of his friends, as they're out at a park, uh, one of his friends gets uh, in a fight with some other, uh, like uh, some rival people and so he uh just stands there as the rest of his friends like jump in and start fighting mm. everybody and then it's not until after the fact when they're like walking home like comparing war stories from the fight where they're like miguel you didn't jump in at all Have you ever <laughs> been in a fight and kind of comes out that he's never been in a fight and he gets news that his uh his mother uh got a job as an rn in uh syracuse mm. or if they live in albany uh, <laughs> the other way <laughs> or, <you> know, <laughs> he's gonna have you to know move know what I'm saying. they're gonna have to move like two hours away uh-huh. uh, so and that's within like the next week Ooh. so he's got eight days to um, say goodbye to his friends but instead he decides to take that time to uh, get in a fight and that's <laughs> uh, the title of this movie right and he instead of telling his friends that he's moving he tells them hey I want to get in a fight and they're trying to figure out like why where's this coming from and mm-hmm. all this stuff uh, which is part of the plot um but they try to help him out because they want him to have this experience you know to be able to like defend oneself and all this stuff he uh they they lay down some ground rules for him like one of them is he can't throw the first punch Mm -hmm. you know he just has to like talk shit enough to where like somebody swings on him and then uh then he can like defend himself or whatever uh, because they don't want him to like go against his own character i guess is the mm. idea on that so as you're watching this movie it plays out in these like imaginary scenarios like he thinks oh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna like fight this guy who uh, made fun of me last year and they're like okay so he's sitting down to visualize it and he visualizes it as a bruce lee like kung fu match right yeah yeah awesome and then um, after that, he gets into a, a, a separate altercation. And it's like the Matrix gym fight where Neo oh, fights cool. Morpheus in the dojo. And then after that, there's one where that's like an animated, like, anime one punch man style Mm. fight with a different character and all these different things. And it gives you these like, uh, ring cards as you're watching saying, uh, you know, uh, Miguel versus this person, Miguel versus Mm. this one. And as you go throughout the movie, um, you see more and more like backstories from his friends and then like people in his town. And, um, you get to see him, uh, how he's treated in high school and everything. And, uh, as he's trying to confront some of the people he wants to fight it plays out in different ways. I would say very much watch the trailer mm-hmm. and then uh, watch the movie because it it, it sounds awesome. Out. It's so much fucking yeah. fun. Uh, I didn't recognize any of the actors mm-hmm. in the movie, so it's all new people. But like everyone's characters on point, the acting is good. Um, it's very like quick um, uh, dialogue, mm-hmm. but uh, it works so well. And like I said, the movie moves in a, a good clip. There's not meandering and, uh, it has a satisfying ending, I would say. Ooh, I love that. Not not anything, like, too crazy, but, like, for for the story they're telling, I think they make it work. Someone one-punch mans him and he dies. Oh, the Earth becomes destroyed. <laughs> he gets in his first fight and he, he gets murdered. <laughs> he gets murdered. They take his body. They make RoboCop. They give him some nice heels.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That looks really fun, though. I like the poster for it. It's kind of like this old-school, like, uh, kind of looking thing and uh diverse uh-oh. cast. Uh. Uh, the Bruce Lee thing popped up as, like, one of the pictures, like, that yellow outfit with the black stripes on the side. Yeah. Which I love yeah. that thing, so that's really cool. Yeah, right It's on, so man. much
1: fun. It's, like, a, a modern like teen comedy, and uh, it's not really raunchy, but they do, like, curse a lot in mm-hmm. it, so if you've got kids, just keep that in mind, but uh, otherwise, I, I highly recommend that one. It was, it was right a, on, a ton man. of fun to watch. Then, uh, the last one I will mention today is a also a 2023 Hulu original movie. Uh, both this and Miguel Wants to fight are on, like, Disney plus star you know okay. in, uh, outside of the u.s. from what i understand this one uh i had never heard of i was just i was looking through the just watch app mm-hmm. and it said under trending it had a movie on there called no one will save you
0: oh uh, you this i i literally am getting ne- or uh, getting hulu tonight to watch this steven yeah, so let me hype you up, my boy. Oh my god! I don't want to overhype this, right? Right. right.
1: But this, you know, it's a spooky season is just around the corner uh-huh. for us, right? And we'll detail our October plans before the episode ends today. But no one will save you. I just simply saw the poster. Oh, I love that. And then I read the description. It's about a uh, a woman who's uh, uh, she has an alien invade her home, mm-hmm. and uh, no one will save her. Right. Right. Like yeah. it, it varies a straightforward
0: plot, and that's very much the case. How much do you know about this movie, Steven? I know exactly what you just said, and I know that the woman is Caitlyn Deaver, who I love. Okay. That's from all i got. smart, right? Right, right.
1: Okay. Um, there's other things I want to say about this mm-hmm. movie. I figured it out pretty early on. It's it's not like a plot twist, it's just like the way the movie is mm. put together. Gotcha. I'm not I'm not gonna save it here cool. or say it here. I'll wait until you watch Ooh. the movie and then we can reminisce on it. I'm okay. Excited it was very good the aliens are aliens you do eventually okay. see them and they, they they're just aliens i right was on. thinking it's oh it's an alien and really it's just a fucking yeah. Dook right. showing up be <laughs> like hey i'm from a storybook guys but no it's it's aliens um but yeah caitlin deaver uh very good actress mm-hmm. you know i've i've Love her. really only seen her in Booksmart, and uh this reminds me we need to do an episode on Booksmart, oh, please that'd be great that'd be great um yeah adore well, that movie uh, uh, I'm just going to leave it here then. Okay, go, go, go. But I, I'm we'll so save glad. You. It's on Hulu. Uh-huh. Steven, uh, watch this. Uh, make sure that you don't have like a ton of light coming through your uh, your house when you watch it. Okay. Because there are portions of it that were a little bit dark and we had like the, the sun shining through despite the storms that people have been hearing mm. on my end of the audio today. Uh, when we were watching this yesterday and uh, it was a little bit hard to see on the screen. Gotcha. But um, outside of that, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I got a little bit lost at the ending, but then I looked it up on Wikipedia at the end. I read it. I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. I, okay. After Interesting. L- uh, thinking about it for a little while, I, I,
0: I do like the ending. Okay, cool. It just, it just, I just had to like. Took your um, some. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, I've been there before. Had to calibrate. Uh, yeah. yeah, everybody's been talking about this. It seems to be taking the world right now uh, by storm. Like, like much like your hometown. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Not to, uh, this isn't going to spoil anything, but this movie was, uh, shot last year. It was in, uh, I think it was like June to August of last Mm. year. I was like, I remember what I was doing, doing in June last year. I was just uh, laid up in bed.
0: <laughs> I was a fucked up in my fall. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Different times, different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, yeah. I'm very excited to see this. Uh, I literally was looking at Hulu earlier because we'd bought it like a month ago for some, Amanda, for some show for Amanda. And uh, I looked today and I was like, oh, no, I canceled it back in uh, about a month ago in August. So I was like, oh, they get it again to watch that movie after the podcast. And then when you mentioned the other one a second ago, that Miguel wants to fight. Uh, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, but I get Hulu, I'll watch that." And then you pulled out this one, so there you go. Hell yeah, man! I'm I'm excited. I feel it's not like
1: a good pairing of double features, right. but just
0: like quality movies. I think I love that, that that is a good double pairing, especially when you can find stuff on a on a streaming service and make it worth it. So yeah, uh, I have one thing I want to mention. not something I've watched, but. Um, uh, a Kickstarter campaign for a friend oh, of ours. Uh, okay. I don't know if you've heard this recently from the Terry Table guys, but Boozy over there, big friend of ours, uh, is making his first short film. And he has a oh, Kickstarter wow. going for Abhorrent. Have you heard of this yet? I've not. Oh, no. man. This is, this is breaking news oh, to me. Oh, my gosh. So I'm not on Instagram a ton, but when I traveled, I was on it more because it's like something to do in the airport, you know? kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mitch, over at the Terry Table, uh, also a good friend of ours, had mentioned, uh, like, hey, there's another Kickstarter campaign for a friend of mine's movie called Abhorrent. And I was like, oh, I'll check it out eventually, but didn't think much of it. Then I saw Boozy post something about it, and I was like, oh, the friend is Boozy? (laughs) And I got really excited. So, uh, obviously, big fans of theirs, and because uh, I donated to Mitch, I obviously wanted to donate to this one. So I did today. Uh, They have already way surpassed their goal. They only needed, like, 2,500 um, they're like at six grand now or something. They've they're
1: like, at 244% of their goal right. at this point. Yeah. It was still going. fast. So
0: I, I, it's going to grow
1: because I'm going to Hell donate yeah. to this as well. Hell Excellent.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I did, uh, the, the one I got was, uh, like an email from him and I asked the other creator, uh, so I'll get a personalized email looking forward to that boozy. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I'm super excited it, it's uh it, it's also filmed in Saskatchewan much like Mitch movie Mitch's movie uh, the uh, the Druids hand um, they're kind of like highlighting the the talent and the the cool scenery there essentially the the, the dreariness of the landscapes and and all that kind of stuff um, but this one is like a monster movie uh, Mitch's as well but this one uh, seems a little bit different um, hey hey. You don't dare (laughs) talk about Rose that
1: way, (laughs) don't you
0: dare? She's a lovely woman. (laughs) Um, Apparently, they have had a friend who uh, uh, has been making this thing for a long time, and it looks really cool. There's there's a teaser trailer online, and they teased the creature as well, which uh, I loved uh, both of those. And uh, yeah, just really looking forward to that. So uh, his real name is Anthony Buziak. Uh, We all know him as Buzi. And the Chair Table is a wonderful podcast. Those guys are fantastic. They were wait, were they on your other? They were on the. Um, all I think is Druid's hand right now, but the <laughs> uh, the, the nudist, nudist colony. colony. Yeah, but they were yeah, on that we're recently, about- right? Woodstock '99. Yes. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still I, I i downloaded a bunch of theirs and a bunch of other friends' podcasts and that one from you guys, uh, uh, all for the trip. And they never listened to a single one of them. Uh, Great, it's good to prepare. I know, right? I had all these <laughs> podcasts ready to go, but then in the moment, uh, podcasts just weren't doing it on the plane. I tried. Briefly, and I was like, I need to move anything to watch, you know, to keep mm-hmm. me entertained a little bit. But uh, I'm excited to get to those eventually. But uh, yeah, Abhorrent is his Kickstarter campaign, so uh, we'll throw a link up on that thing as well. But uh, go check it out. They're they're filming like days from now, from from when we're recording this. Um, they were already planning to. They just wanted to. It's like going to be bigger and better now, and they can they can do more things. They can go to more film festivals, stuff like that. So, well, now with my seven dollars US. <laughs>
1: they can zhuzh it up just a little Heck. bit for daddy you know <laughs> uh that's awesome thank you for uh, mentioning that because i had no idea that that was gone like, go. again with with uh, my uh distress over social media recently i've been right. on there less and less you know that's so good. I, yeah. I am missing every possible thing that's on there so uh thanks for bringing that to light to uh to me and to the listeners exactly so, listeners definitely
0: get out there and uh, show your support very cool. So, yeah, oh, yeah, do that. And then, uh well, you want to talk about October coming up for us, scheduling-wise? I, I don't know how we could not. We put too much effort
1: in putting the schedule together. We got to freaking do the, freaking do the damn thing, yep. you know? So, um look, listener. If you think the LTAS boys <laughs> are going to take it easy on an October, <laughs> you're dead wrong. Um, Not only do we have five Tuesdays in October, but, Stephen, I don't know if you're aware of this, but a lot of times the unluckiest day of a calendar is friday the 13th Ooh, and baby god damn if we don't have a friday <laughs> the 13th in october this year hell so yeah. we actually we're actually gonna have six episodes in october bow, 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 bow. hell yeah dude and i'm already feeling it you know oh, i already yeah. got those spooky vibes within me hell yeah So I'm going to take the listeners through our schedule for October. We're going to start on October 3rd, and Mm -hmm. we're going to start off with a light one. This one's fun for the whole family. Not like the episode. That one's going to be raunchy as fuck. We'll probably talk about like, I don't know, Dracula sucking on tampons or something like that, you know, something (laughs) real gross. So don't let the kids listen to that. But, you know, for the movie, we're going to talk about Monster House. Yeah, I've never seen it. Never seen it. It's an all timer for my wife and I. Oh, I love that. Yeah, my, my family loves it too. I just yeah. never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's so much mm-hmm. fun. Like I, I feel like I'm overhyping this now, but like <laughs> my my wife and I uh, really enjoy it. Uh, the animation's certainly different from a, a Disney and Pixar. Um, they use like mocap to film oh, it, okay. so you'll notice that with like some of the gesturing and whatnot. Interesting. But overall, it's a, a super fun movie, and I'm looking forward to watching it again and then you mm-hmm. know discussing it with you. So that's on October third, October tenth. Night of the Living Dead from 1968. Ooh. I've never seen it, but yeah. I've only heard good things about it. You know, George A. Romero, is that right? I just call him George Romero, but yeah, maybe. Okay, it's one of those. I know, I know he named his son the same thing, but the middle uh, initial is different. Um, George B. George Romero. Romero's. <laughs> yeah. <I did>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael B. Jordan, of course. Uh, so we're watching that one
0: on October 10th. Stephen.
1: Do you want to take October thirteenth, Friday, October thirteenth?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that. Uh, we decided. You and I talked about that. We wanted to do something then, and then we were like, "Well, mm-hmm. let's do Friday the thirteenth, the movie." You know, <laughs> guys, it just—it's right there. It's right but there, dude. Why are we doing that, right? Because because you mm-hmm. don't know that movie. You've never seen that movie, right? I don't know that movie. The original.
1: I've never seen that movie. That, when I was in that photograph shaking hands with that movie, it was just someone who came up <laughs> to me, man. I'm a jovial dude, you know? I'm just shaking hands, taking photos, bro. I was never on um, his island, okay? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I go to Little St. George on my own. guy, dude. I'm not on the flight logs, bro. Um, yeah, I've never seen any of the early Friday the 13th yeah. movies. I just assumed Just the that, best one. Yeah, obviously Freddy versus Jason. You yeah. like so right that. there at cinema. We've already done it. <laughs> Friday the 13th, not only the first one. And not only the first two, but we're going to watch the first three Friday the Ooh. 13th movies. I don't know why we're doing I'm looking this to this. <laughs> Uh, because it's fun right we want to get to Jason you know the first Friday the 13th movie does not have like Jason as the primary villain in it Uh, no spoilers for people who haven't seen that Jason shows up in the second one from what I understand Mm -hmm. but it's not his classic look which he gets in the third movie so we got that Jason build up you know it's 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 like plaque you want you want to you want to build it up that's right yeah you want to Mm -hmm. that's what the dentists say absolutely yeah protective layer (laughs) 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 Dennis gestures to the plaques on his wall it's like see all these I built up to these much like your
0: fucking teeth bitch so Oh, wow! So your mm-hmm. your dentist is Freddy Krueger, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. hard for him to hold the tools, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, do you you have the one claw, but now you've got like a uh, fucking Edward Scissorhands claw yeah, on as uh, sh- well. Leave me alone, bitch! I do it my way. That's what he says. That's not my
0: fault. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking Can't forward to helped. that though. Uh I've seen all of them now recently, and um yeah the the first the first one's not my favorite. Uh, it's definitely uh, of its era. But it's kind of mm-hmm. slow compared to like, even though Halloween can be slow, or whatever. It's yep. just a classic. It's amazing. Uh, this one's not as great to me. Two is, a, is I kind of like three. Uh, three, I'm excited. I'm going to try to find a 3D version of that. It was released in 3D. You can buy it on Blu ray, but it's like a whole set it's of so them. Cool. And I'm not sure if I have enough money for that right now. But mm-hmm. uh, I would really love to finally see it that way because it had three, has a lot of 3D effects in it, like popcorn. Uh oh, like popping okay. towards the screen shit like that. And yeah. uh, it's kind of goofy, but uh, it's really f- after after that one I love. Four, five, or four, six, and seven are the ones I dig. So, uh, But I'm excited okay. for you to get to watch these. Oh, me too. I'm very much looking forward to it. So that brings us to
1: October 17th, where you and I watched 1982's The Thing, Ooh. starring Kurt Russell. And, oh my God, his name left my fucking I mind. I know. What the, is his name? The, the voice Goliath. of Goliath. Yeah. Da- David? Di- and Goliath? Is that why I'm thinking of that? Keith David. Keith David. Keith David. There we go. Keith, David, and, D- and Goliath,
0: though, I never noticed. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, no matter who wins, we all win. You <laughs> exactly. Know? He's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh Great. you watched that one uh last year, a couple years
1: ago? a couple years ago at my friend Ross's house right on. and I was just blown away
0: with how good it was. Yeah, awesome. It's John Carville. So yeah. Yeah. Fucking back amazing. At it, you know? Yeah. I haven't seen it in years, so it'd be good. This guy. We'll a he's right an up and, cover. He's up and cover he's good but yeah um, looking so forward to it we'll
1: uh, we'll move on to october 24th which is 1973's version of the exorcist the mm-hmm. original
0: the og some might say that's right i haven't Hell seen it yeah. in years i've seen it one time Uh, we're hoping to have my wife on that one. She, uh, she tentatively agreed. She was terrified of this movie at a sleepover as a child and uh, has avoided it ever since. But, uh, she thought it might be kind of fun now. So, uh, yeah, I think it holds up last time I saw it and uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. Hell yeah. I've never seen it. I've only seen like some of the clips
1: that you see on the like horror movie documentaries. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching the entire movie in context. That'll be fun. And then Steven, not only do we have a friday the 13th <laughs> this october but naturally as the the way the lord planned it uh-huh. halloween falls on a tuesday oh baby
0: right there for but, us
1: look there's a little bit of a conundrum right because like have we already covered the first halloween movie
0: yeah mm-hmm. and we like you know gone through the whole saga right except <gasps> there but could wait there's be, more there could be more so brent oh my god I had this idea, you you had suggested uh, Halloween 3, perhaps, mm-hmm. but uh, I had already had an idea in my head, and it's, it's basically because I'm selfish and I want you to watch Halloween H20 <laughs> <duo> for me. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite trilogy of the Halloween series is, is not the new ones, because uh, Halloween ends is, you know, kind of weird. But uh, I, I do, we do love Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills uh, over here at this podcast. Uh, but my favorite trilogy is the original Halloween 78, Halloween 2, which takes place later that night. And then they retcon all the other sequels with Halloween H2O, released in 1998, 20 years later. And uh, I've always loved this one. I grew up with it. It's post-Scream. It has that same kind of vibe. It has Josh Hartnett and like people from Dawson's Creek in it. It's got like mm-hmm. you know a, a '90s vibe, but uh, I really like it. I don't know what you'll think of it, <laughs> but I suggested this as a trilogy so that you yeah. can finally watch Halloween 2, which I think is uh, yes. is good. I think you'll really like it. I'm so excited for Halloween H2O, and then uh, perhaps you were going to mm-hmm. stunt watch Halloween Resurrection starring one yes. Buster Rhymes. Absolutely, I, I declined. To watch that. <laughs> You're putting your hands where your eyes could see uh, yeah. to avoid it.
1: Okay, that Don't makes sense. Uh, yes, I'm going to, to watch uh, two h2o and resurrection on my end of course we're going to discuss the original halloween as well yeah. probably don't need to get too in depth on it because we've talked about it before like almost incessantly right. uh, ever since but uh yes that's the plan for october 31st halloween day Ooh. here in the states halloween 78 halloween 2 and then halloween h2o and i'm going to on my own journey forward into that very (laughs) timeline and watch uh resurrection yeah so we'll we'll see how it all plays
0: out you know i know that should be fun it's a lot of movies but uh i'm really looking forward to it. there's some new stuff for both of us there there's some classics uh Mm -hmm. that we both missed or like and uh yeah man i think this is a great list you know it's good now it's good like talking
1: about it like the planning Uh probably a fucking nightmare right but hey you know what
0: we're gonna see our way through it that's right uh, Ain't nothing to do it but to do it you know damn straight man we might have some guests along the way but we're all uh, we're definitely gonna have some good times yes absolutely excellent well uh, I definitely have to get off of here my throat is starting to hurt now but uh, thank you all for listening to us uh, you can rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps and tell more of your friends so they can find us uh, all the infos in the show notes if you want to contact us as well but hopefully you've seen everything pop up on your screen here as we talked about it you find some links and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, catch up with us but next week come back as we review Monster House oh yes very excited, very excited it starts right now just- <laughs>
1: How am I going to fit this one movie in there? It's fucking insane. It's a nightmare.
0: Oh, man. Well, it was a blast yeah, talking to you today, man. I-, I loved hearing about all your stuff. I'm going to check out the-, the remake of RoboCop for sure. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if he fights Miguel on Hulu. On a- Okay. God, I do not want to support anything. <laughs> it is part of the Miguelverse. Oh, my God. There's a connection. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, looking forward to it, man. And uh, it was a blast today. So, thank you. You all for listening to us today and uh, Brent, thank you as always for being here with me and this of course what lovely podcast we put out in the world. And uh, <laughs> until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent, and let's talk later.
1: Let's record on three, one,
0: two, three, record. Oh. That was kind That's of like Season early, <laughs> bitch. I was gonna say it sounded like you. Uh, you said record like a fart. Record, record. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of farts. Um, yes.
1: I fine a farts. Lot.
0: I was traveling a lot recently. Obviously, we had mentioned oh, that on the yes. podcast. I went mm-hmm. over to to Italia, Italy, mm-hmm. Italy. Um, yeah, I'm not really good at it, the pronunciation. I think it was the best of our group. By the way, I tried really hard while we were there. Won some mm-hmm. things uh, talked to the cab driver on the way home. She told me, I, I said a lot of things wrong. So I learned the last day how to pronounce right. some things. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. She was mm-hmm. nice though. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I traveled a lot and, uh, I, I, I mostly want to block it out because, uh, I got a, I had a delayed flight. <laughs> oh. Uh, I left essentially, uh, at 9:30 AM Italy time, which is about 2:30 AM here to, in co- Central. to come back. Right. Is to come back. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so I left at 2.30 a.m. our time. Wow. I got home the next day at 1 a.m. So it was, a, it was a slightly long day of travel. That uh, is, yeah. But uh, there was a lot of good to it. Um, I mean, the trip was really great, and I'll talk about that in the actual podcast. But uh, mostly I wanted to block out the, uh, the, the whole airport experience. But my last flight, I, I, I had to fly in from London to D.C., and then I had to get another plane and go to D.C. to Houston. Okay. And I want to mention the passenger next to me because uh, she was oh, so no. so bad <laughs> and so <laughs> funny to me in retrospect. I was so out of it. At that point, I'd been traveling for like 17 hours. Yeah. And I, had been, I was really sleepy. I couldn't sleep. It was about uh, 7 in the morning, like Italy time. So I had been mm-hmm. sleeping all through the night I'd gotten used to, trying to get back home to get on my sleep schedule and uh, just couldn't do it. Uh, we had this like uh, red-eye flight from like, 10 o'clock leaving dc got in at 12 o'clock houston hour difference so it's three hour flight next to this chick i walk in to the plane i'm in the aisles i'm in the that window seat there's three three seats she's in the middle i say hey i'm next to you excuse me and she rolled her eyes so fucking big god to start and i was like that's weird like she was like how dare you make me get up so you can get by like Like, over me but people (laughs) were still
1: boarding the plane yes like normal yeah, you don't settle in right. that much until like your your row is filled. That's or the whole point. They stop boarding people and right. there's just extra seats.
0: That's on her by oh, far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I could tell when the aisle seat guy got there, I could I could feel her eyes rolling again, like, God damn it. They sat me next to two people. Oh my god. <laughs> what are the chances? Oh my god. You know? And it's a it was like a, a decent plane, but it was it's small seats and stuff. And sure. um so yeah, it was it was tightly cramped. But um I, I I couldn't tell like she was just being weird um she also i was wearing a mask because when we were in the airports well it's almost uh, halloween exactly so i was wearing the ghost face mask exactly. she looked at me she rolled my, her eyes at me like why you know <laughs> it's so weird i just want to watch scary movie how about you <laughs> what do you think um but i was wearing my uh, my face mask uh because in the airports like getting there we didn't want to get sick because there's so many people uh, i gotta say right now i have heard of it but there were so many sick people out there and I'm one of them because what we think happened is I actually got sick at one of the very crowded museums in Italy that we went to. Yeah. Uh, and it, it kind of hit me uh, whenever I, you know, kind of uh, got back through the flight. So I was wearing a mask also to protect other people. Cause I was feeling kind of under the weather and then it'd been a lot of travel and stuff. So I, I also didn't know if she rolled her eyes cause I was wearing a mask. Not that many people are right now. Um, <clears throat> even at the airports, which is crazy. There was, So many people sneezing and coughing all over the airports and the airplane, including her. (laughs) Great. So I didn't know if she was rolling her eyes because I was wearing a mask or she I asked her to get up or whatever. But then throughout the flight, she started coughing and blowing her nose and sneezing. And I was just like, well, this is why I'm wearing a mask, you know, so good. Yeah. Uh, And she seemed just kind of weird. I I couldn't tell, like, uh, I don't know, every 10 minutes or so. Once I sat down every 10 minutes, she would just go. (sighs) like just a big exhale just like the only reason you do that is so that people notice you know like your your friends or family like you're upset or you're bored and you you, you're doing it on purpose right right every 10 minutes throughout the entire three-hour flight she would do that and i just like put in your headphones uh turned out they weren't charged i'd been traveling so much they had died uh it was it was a whole mess so i was just like literally just chanting to myself just get home just get home like just get through this flight just Mm -hmm. get through this flight you know and uh so it once the, uh, they started the drink service, they came down, and they're like, you know, water and sodas are free, but you can buy alcohol. Put your, your card on file through our app or whatever, and you could buy alcohol. So they, they roll through, and it takes a long time to get to us. We're like sort of the, towards the back. They get to her. She is – it's dark in the plane because it's like a red-eye flight. They turn off all the lights. So they, they wheel the, the food cart up first, and they try to tell her what they have, and she doesn't really understand, And that's when I under—that's when I realized she doesn't speak a lot of English. She she looked Hispanic, but I just couldn't. She you know was wearing American flight, whatever. I didn't think much of it. She didn't speak a lot of English when she started talking to the flight attendant. And then I was like, oh, maybe there's like a language barrier. Maybe there's more going on here, and I'll you know whatever. Mm -hmm. So she uh, she reaches across the aisle, dude, and put like with her phone's flashlight to to flash the cart to see what's on it. Cause she can't, oh. she can't understand. And it's like so fucking dark in there. This is like a yeah. blinding beacon of light right in front of his face. He's very chill the whole time. Uh, she gets pretzels. She's eating those. They roll that cart through, uh, it takes a little bit for the other flight attendant to come through. They bring the beverages and the, the, she literally says to her, would you like, uh, water, coffee, tea or soda? And she's, she was like, uh, this is what I really realized. She didn't speak that a lot of English. She goes, mm-hmm. uh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> and the flight attendant was like, "Yeah, yeah, we have beer." Goes mm. to look at her iPad, and then she comes back. She's like, "Do you have a card on file? We don't have a card on file." And she was like, "Beer?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. Your options are coffee, water, tea, or or sodas. You don't have a card mm. on file." And she goes, "Water." <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So just really awkward right at this point. Yeah. This is like the middle of the flight. At least we're getting close. That, that was a signal, a signal to me, you know, we're getting closer to home. That was good. I was like, I, I'm halfway through this flight. I can get through it. That was good. We, uh, we get closer and closer. We, we land. You know, people, whenever you land, like some people, there's all different types on a plane. Some people jump up immediately. They want to stand yeah. up. They want to get their mm-hmm. bags out. They want to be the first. Even though they're not going anywhere. Yep. And nobody's getting out. Like they're not connecting to a flight. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything like that. She's in the middle seat. She stands up immediately. The dude next to her is like, there's nowhere to fucking go. Yeah. She crawled over him. Oh, my God. She crawled over him, Brent. Holy shit. I've never seen this in my life. He he, he glanced at me like, you see this fucking bitch right now? (laughs) Oh, my God. She crawled over and got a bag out in front of everybody else. It was wild. That is insane and then just sat there and I like it like she couldn't go anywhere obviously yeah and he was just like he was so chill he was like what the fuck ever man she's gone out of my life now at least yeah you know but uh man I I felt like I connected with that dude but Mm. yeah man it was a crazy crazy shit uh so yeah that's most of it I wanted to forget but that chick I don't know that I ever will
1: that's a that's a wild story. That's what that is. Uh, yeah, my my wife and I we were literally just talking about this when we came back home uh, to Oklahoma from our Las Vegas trip uh, about people standing up as soon as the the plane like right uh you know parks or whatever mm-hmm. uh and it's it's weird because people understand to go row by row right and yet like everyone stand like i don't do that i just like sit yeah. there until it's why would you stand like the row in front of me is like starting to go then i'll right. stand up you know i can understand if maybe you just need to like stand up to stretch or whatever sure uh but beyond that like it, it is just people standing up and like hanging out there and kind of looking around like front and back being uh-huh. like can you believe this <laughs> let all these other people on here i, didn't I did not
0: this is wild yeah it's like the world revolves around them a little bit you know
1: yes um, i'm i'm uh I've, I've recently discovered this is called main character energy yes yeah and uh that's, a, that's exactly what it is there's a subreddit i think called i'm the main character that's yep yeah, i yeah. subscribe to that one oh i don't know God. why it pisses me off every time i watch <laughs> it because i'm just like i can't believe people like this exist and then you experience this in real life and you're like right. oh yeah that's right uh d- people like this exist in their garbage they're straight up hot they trash are, they are yeah. uh
0: that summer yeah as in, as as an entertaining as it is infuriating for sure yeah um all the different people on there but yeah mm-hmm. some people really operate that way you know and are very inconvenienced by the fact that the rest of us exist i know <laughs> but it's like you wouldn't even be flying somewhere if we
1: didn't have like pilots and and stewards and all this stuff right. to uh, take care of you and it's
0: yeah it's weird it is weird um but yeah it was uh it was quite an experience and uh I'm glad that I got to interact with her, you know, to know, yeah. to avoid her from now on. You know, mm-hmm. when I see her it- again, punch her <laughs> in the face. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no, we have a, a no violence toward women uh, policy on oh, the show. But, course. you know, she got to come in. I mean, you know. I mean, you can stick your wife on her, if anything. Yeah, you there know? you go. Yeah. Because uh, a little girl, a girl, you know. Sorry. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Well, you keep that jello pool filled halfway anyway. You know, it's getting moldy, and I really need
0: to. I really need hey, to clean
1: it out. But hey, you know it'd be great to clean it out. A couple of women in bikinis. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's not disgusting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Like pudding, right? That's way better. Yeah, but jello? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you got like a, uh, a a swimming pool filled with pudding, and you had like. A couple of uh, babes wrestle in it. I mean, that's like that's like one thing. But if you put that same kiddie pool filled with pudding next to a sewage treatment factory (laughs) has an entirely different. Yeah. Different (laughs) context altogether. It's like, wait, what is this? So I see you're going
0: with chocolate pudding. Oh, yes. Because I was I was going to say butterscotch. Butterscotch. I never default to butterscotch. You know why I say that for this, though, is because butterscotch pudding sounds disgusting and that way you can get rid of it. Oh. But you don't like to waste food, so you'd probably eat it after that. You disgust me. That that would be like the hard thing for me. Like, uh,
1: besides getting a boner, uh, watching women wrestle sure. and jello or pudding or whatever, after it's done, it'd be like, that was hot. And then I'd take out a bib and a couple <laughs> of spoons. Now,
0: everybody, help me out. We can't let this go to waste. There's starving kids in Africa.
1: I got an extra one. I just like take
0: it and like lick off of it and hand it to someone. It's good. You can have that one. It you makes know? me think of uh, the wet, hot American. Uh first day of camp when they yeah. have like this the toxic sludge in the woods and yeah. that dude just like pulls out a spoon and starts eating it. Mm, toxic sludge. <laughs> <laughs> By the consistency I'd say it's only a few days old. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Man.
0: Well, uh how about
1: pudding fight? Pudding fight. Wow. I don't okay. think we've used that before, right? I, I don't believe so. Let me uh, check the spreadsheet. No, we've not used no. it. good, good. Wonderful. All right, so Pudding Fight to sync on three. One, two, three. Pudding, pudding fight.
0: fight. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's a, some a gaseous pudding. <laughs> gaseous pudding. That's a good episode title, but we never really do them in the outtakes, so who
2: knows?
1: You
0: know, <laughs> we, we can save that one for a reserve, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs>
2: P-A-S.